Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. This is Hardwood Handicappers, VEASAN's premier NBA betting podcast. Here are your hosts, Jonathan Von Tobel and Kelly Bidlin. What's up, folks? Welcome in. It is Hardwood Handicappers here on this Tuesday, live from the NBA Summer League. I guess technically not live at the podcast, but whatever. We are at the NBA Summer League, Thomas and Max. Believe us. Uh, yes, very true. <laughs> we are at the concourse a couple hours before the first game, so it's a little bit more quiet. Everybody's getting ready for what is ultimately going to be a little bit of a crazy affair as we have a few games later today. And it is going to be madness because playoff spots, of course. We're getting closer to playoff time, and there's a lot of undefeated teams. Yeah. I am fighting the urge to jump on a moment that happened before we started recording, which was Kelly alleging that he does not know it or care about iCarly. I guess that I have you. no idea who I, I know it's a Disney show. Now, wrong. Absolutely <laughs> wrong. Wow, this is incredible. Uh, I, I guess I don't know anything about it. iCarly is a Nickelodeon staple. Thank oh, you very sorry. much. Yeah. God forbid. Uh, yeah, I see he's Googling now. He's Googling iCarly. Is it like an it's like now, an here's iPhone the thing. app? There don't tell me the years yet, because I think it's one of those shows that it's probably came out a lot later than I realized and I probably Man, I was in college when this came out. So I probably watched more of it than I should as somebody who was a little <laughs> too old for it. What years did it come out? Two thousand seven. Okay, so I was 16. I was a junior in college. And I didn't really watch a ton. I think I watched like three or four episodes of it. Um, uh, anyway. My uh, Nickelodeon days were Doug Funny, okay? Doug, Doug Funny good. and the Rugrats, all right? Uh, Ren and Stimpy? Ren and Stimpy. Ren and Stimpy. They weren't Nickelodeon. I don't think they were Nickelodeon. Remember the, uh, remember the episode where Ren, was it Ren? Which one was the cat? Ren or Stimpy? Stimpy, right? Because he was kind of the stupid one and that's like the name. Either way, one were of them. Were they cats? Yeah. So one was a chihuahua and one was a cat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, either way, Stimpy or Ren, the, the cat. I think those uh, are dogs, that, man. That right that's there. not a cat. No, 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 no. One's a dog and one's a cat. He, he, I know. Yeah, see, Simpson, J. Simpson, cat. Yeah, that's Stimpy. Yeah, Stimpy. Okay. Stimpson, J. Cat. Stimpson, J. Cat. Anyway. I didn't, I didn't know they had full days. Uh, this is a long buildup to say that there was an episode where he lost his fart. And, like, it was one of the most brilliant episodes <laughs> I've ever seen in my life. Uh, that and Rocco's Modern Life. Rocco's, Rocco's Modern, Modern Life. Life. That was a good one. That yep. was kind of dark. That one I remember watching as a kid and being like, huh. Like this is this is pretty interesting. Hey man, it was about modern life back in the nineties. Okay, it was it was a hard knock life back then. Okay, uh, also a hard knock life, the life of a general manager in the NBA. How about oh. that segue, huh? Uh, let's talk about Joe Cronin. So we got some interesting tidbits from one Joe Cronin yesterday. 
about the future of Damian Lillard. You and I actually haven't been on the pod together for a while to discuss many things. Yeah, but that um, was a great question by you in the press conference. Yeah, you're, you're, hey, man, that's what I do. I just get those nuggets, and I, and I run with them. So Joe Cronin, when talking with uh, the media, had an interesting quote. His quote, I think what I've learned more than anything is patience is critical. Don't be reactive. Don't jump at things to seemingly solve a problem. I think the teams that have ended up in the most positive situations post-trade have been the ones that have been really diligent in taking their time and not been impulsive or the teams that really kept their urgency under control. So I think that's how my approach has been with this, being the Damian Lillard trade situation, and will be with this. We're going to be patient. We're going to do what's best for our team. We're going to see how this lands. And if it takes months, it takes months. End quote. That's Joe Cronin with the NBA media on Monday. So that sent uh, a lot of like ripple effects uh, throughout the entire NBA, I don't know, yeah. uh, biosphere, whatever it is. Uh, and we've started to see some of the odds. And this has been a slow trickle. As of right now, the Heat are minus 270 to land Damian Lillard and play his first regular season with the Miami Heat. The Portland Trailblazers are plus 475. Then the Celtics at plus 650. The Clippers at plus 950. The 76ers are at 10 to 1. And I get to use this, and this is an accurate statement, Kelly. I sound more important than I am. And talking with people from Portland and, oh, and, and, yeah, and seeing them on Friday. Um, <laughs> JVT's Portland sources. That's right. Uh, it does sound like this is the case. Like this is going to drag out. And whether it be at the start of the regular season or just closer to training camp, I would not expect that Damian Lillard is changing hands anytime soon. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's what we're looking at here. Um, I, I'm still f- fairly confident it's going to be the Miami Heat. I just think it's it's going to take a while for them to be able to collect to get an, enough stuff together. And so we're going to require a third team, probably a fourth team to make this all work. Um, but right now, I think we're just kind of at a standstill because I, I, I think from all reports, the Heat are kind of the only one making real offers their way. And it's there's just not much they can currently offer right now that would be attractive enough to send, send Damian Lillard out of Portland for that. So um, I think that's the thing we're going to be keeping our eye on here, obviously, over the next few weeks. How does that develop? Um, does Dame possibly add more teams back to the list? I think that's also a possibility that, uh, you know, we haven't talked a lot about, but I think it's a real possibility that we, we've heard the Blazers mention that, hey, this could be, hint, hint, a lot easier if we had more teams to work with. Um, and, you know, if he starts here and Dame starts here and things heat up like the Spurs and Jazz – maybe that list he gave them becomes a little bit more uh, deep than just the Miami Heat. So um, I think that's, you know, that's a possibility here in the next few weeks. I'm not going to put it past Pat Pat Riley in that front office to figure out something with a few teams to make this work. But, man, I I think we are – I think the odds, at least right now, of where he plays his first minute next year, Mm -hmm. man, I – I'd be getting close to a Blazers bet. Just cause I, I don't. I just from their side of things, there's no reason to rush. There is no reason to rush until you have a package that's in front of you that's attractive enough to trade. Well, one of the most valuable players in the NBA, even right now. I mean, right now at, at his age, is still up there in Damian Lillard. So from their perspective, there's no rush. We talked about it a little bit this morning. You're going to be rebuilding anyways. Like it's not going to hurt Scoot Henderson to have a all-star caliber guard like Damian Lillard alongside of him, even if it's just for a couple months. Um, so, yeah, man, it, it's a, it's an interesting situation. I think, though, that all of us maybe a week ago that wanted to see this get done sooner than later, I think we're all going to have to uh, wait a little bit longer here. And, and I do think, so Tim McMahon, you know, you mentioned one of the comments from this. One of the things that Tim McMahon put as he, he was out there as part of the uh, media availability 
Cronin says that a deal makes everyone happy often requires a list of more than one preferred destination. So talking about how, hey, look, like this has been made difficult by the fact that we have been only given one team and the fact that uh, we'll say Damian Lillard's agent, from what is understood, has been very much pushing this point that Damian Lillard is not going to be happy anywhere else, threatening to sit out. I don't think that's going to be the case. And there's still this thought. I still don't think people really understand and I think I'm open to be wrong about this because I've never negotiated an NBA trade deal. But like a tweet like this that says, Cronin's going to get fired. Every day the price for Damon goes down. That's not the case. I would argue that every day the price for Damon Lillard goes up because whose who's offseason is being held at bay here? It's Miami Heat. Sure. Miami Heat have done nothing except for lose pieces <laughs> right. this offseason. They've gained nothing. And when you get closer to a trade deadline – when you as a team understand what you are, what your deficiencies are, what your weaknesses are, how good the other teams are around you and whatever your respective conference or division is, that puts the pressure on you mm-hmm. to go out and go get Damian Lillard. Damian Lillard's in the contract. Portland Trailblazers have their young players. They are in no rush in any way, shape, or form to go get this done. And I would very much argue that if you're saying that Dame, the price for Dame is going down every day, absolutely not. I would very much argue the price goes up and you sit back and you wait. And the best case against that is Phoenix. Yeah. Phoenix shipped off the farm to go and get Kevin Durant at the trade deadline. So uh, Cronin had some pretty good words, and I think that's going to be the case. But the betting market shifting the way that it did. And now that the Portland Trailblazers, they were plus 650 for Damian Lillard, right, to grab to, to play his first minute there, plus 550, now plus 475. I think it's going to make a lot of sense if he's going to end up playing his first minute there. And it does tie into, as we talked about, there's no real movement. We did get a quote. I don't know if you saw this yesterday. Joel Embiid saying that he's hoping that one James Harden would change his mind and that he would stay there in Philadelphia too. I think the angle there from a betting standpoint for both of those markets is playing on the teams that currently control their rights with the Philadelphia 76ers for James Harden and the Portland Trailblazers for Damian Lillard. So yeah. we're talking about plus 70, plus 475? Plus 270, plus 475. Yeah, I, real quick, I want to hit, go back to the Dame thing you said, mentioned quick. I don't think the price is going up. I, I actually, I think you're right with that. Or I don't think it's going down. I think you're right with that. The problem is I think that there are so few true bidders right now, and the Miami Heat have probably offered about just everything they can uh, at this point already. That That's where I think we're kind of at a standstill with it. So, yeah, looking at those betting markets, I do think that most likely – Dame's probably going to start off the season with the Blazers. And then what you're going to see is, and I think this whole thing's going to be a domino effect with James Harden. James Harden is going to fall. If anything happens with him, it's happening after Damian Lillard. I think they're very much correlated. Yeah. So um, I actually think my, my bet, if I was going to make one now, would actually be on Harden before I bet Dame. Uh, just because if there's a chance maybe they get something with Dame, done with Dame here right before the season or something like that, maybe Harden is still the one who ha- hangs on with the Sixers and they move him late. All right, now, with that, we have a couple of other topics that we wanted to hit on, of course, mm-hmm. here on the pod. One of the fascinating ones, do you have, a, do you have the odds for the NBA Cup? Can you pull these up? Oh, yeah. So I, we haven't gotten to talk about that. We talked about this a little bit on Live Bet Saturday, uh, but we do, of course, uh, on here on Harvard Handicappers have not hit it at all, which is uh, the NBA has announced their in-season tournament. Uh, we can go over the format. It's pretty brief, right? Uh, three groups in each conference, uh, three groups of five. You're going to get a, a group winner and one wild card from each conference to move on. Uh, you will play the quarterfinals on your home court. Then the semifinals and the finals will be at a neutral out here in Las Vegas. Uh, this is awesome. So win bet has gone along and put up group odds. They have also put up odds to win the in-season tournament or the NBA Cup. Uh, they don't necessarily reflect some of the future odds. You're kind of seeing like the usual suspects up there yep. and some of the better teams. So it's kind of in that range. Uh, but this is our first glimpse at odds makers putting up odds for 
the in-season tournament. Celtics are the favorite over at WinBet at plus 650. You get three teams at 8-1, to one, Suns, Bucks, Nuggets, and then Heat, Lakers, 76ers at 10-1. to one. You go on from there. So a first question for you. You have made it known. I like it. Like, it's, it's not going to hurt anybody. It is regular season contests, so you're going to still keep some motivation for players to play. There's going to be no question of if, if, if or not they're going to play, because guess what they are? Regular season games do matter. We saw it in the Western Conference that those things are going to matter. I, I think overall, there's no harm in trying something like this for the most part. No, not at all. Not at all. I think there's a couple things that, I think there's a couple things that needed to happen. It needed to happen at this time of year. This is this is the only time of year right. that made sense, right? When we kept, we were first hearing about this, we were hearing it might be January, something like that. I think right in the middle of the season would have been a bad time to kind of take a break to do something like this. So I think it makes a lot of sense doing this towards the beginning of the season. Um, the 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 other thing that's big is like you're talking about the, the fact that these group games are going to be counted as regular season games. There is we heard a lot of people dismissing the fact of the, about this, right? And that it, these are. They're not going to matter. Are people mm-hmm. going to show up? They're going to rest players. They're going to even how much they even going to try? Well, it's a regular season game, so it's going to be treated exactly the same, if not a little bit more. So, I those were the biggest things to me. I, I'm with you though. I like it. Like the play-in tournament. I I didn't know what to make of it when the play-in tournament was was first announced yeah. that they were going to continue that after the bubble. Right? I think you didn't like it, right? I I was very questionable, very iffy about it. I don't know if I'm going to go that far, but I was I very like iffy it. about it. I didn't like it. <laughs> <laughs> but I love it now. Like I absolutely love it now, and I don't want them to go back. So I'm with you. It's at least worth trying. Look, everybody hates it. I don't know, really know why they would. But if everybody people, hates it, we can always get rid of it. People just only change. Like, that's the only thing. Yeah, and there's exactly. nothing that really changes here. Uh, you're just grouping up these t- these teams, and, of course, they're playing on, was it, Tuesdays and Fridays. Mm-hmm. Um, so the sports betting angles from this, the first of which is something that you were curious about, <laughs> doing my journalistic duties. I reached out because part of the catch with the in-season tournament is that only 80 games are going to be scheduled for these teams. Uh, then your quarterfinal and your semifinal matchups, if you get there, those will count for eight games, 81 and 82. And if you get to the championship, that'll be an 83rd game. The rest of the teams that don't make it into the tournament, well, then their games will be scheduled to be played on the days off in between the quarterfinals, semifinals, and, of course, championship. So you don't get all 82 games. Right. You were curious as to, like, hey – what does that mean from a win total standpoint? <laughs> sure, yeah. uh, which, by the way, the, I texted Jeff Sherman over at the over at the Superbook. This, like, hey man, you know, I know <laughs> that we're gonna get. Did you like that? Yeah, I, I was did, like, did, hey, did. Uh, you know, w- with the new scheduling format, with only eighty games getting announced, how does it affect your process in making win totals, or does it affect your process making win totals? I got a resounding no. Like that was it. <laughs> Just no. So it's only 2% of the schedule. So from a win total standpoint, it's not going to affect them. And in fact, we know that. I haven't seen them yet. Uh, but DraftKings did just post win totals for mm-hmm. the NBA season this year. So we know it's not going to affect it. It's a small sample size. So that's one thing. From actually betting this thing, it does bring up some interesting topics. And we'll focus on one team, which Jeff Parles and I talked about on Saturday. We hit on a little bit on the numbers game. But it's not even just about this team. I think it's about what this team is and, and, and some other uh, what's what I'm looking for? Like parameters that fit a team like this? Sure. So you look at the Orlando Magic, who are in East Group C, plus 650 to win that group. And why you would look at Orlando? Well, they, for a couple of reasons. One, Orlando figures to be like kind of an up-and-coming young yeah. team this year. They got a lot of good young pieces, showed a lot of good flashes last year, had a very good stretch on the back end um, that showed some really good play. Played certain teams like the Celtics in their in their group very well. They were 3-1 and one straight up, 4-0 against the spread against the Boston Celtics last year. And... This is the interesting factor about it. No max contracts and a bunch of young guys on a roster 
that would be very motivated to win five hundred thousand dollars <laughs> yeah, each. Yeah, yeah. Like I think that's kind of what you're going for here. I think the powers that be, the seventy sixers, the bucks, and all those, they will be motivated. They will play, but these will take the shape more of regular season games for them, as opposed to a young Magic team that's going to look around and go, "Yeah, we could win like each of us five hundred thousand dollars." Let's go do this thing, man. I think the bigger thing, because I, I, I think people that were bringing up that money factor as a reason why this doesn't matter, like no, what NBA players care about $500,000, I'm trying to avoid that completely, JVT, because I, I, don't even think it, 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 I don't even think it's just that. It's also, it's the, okay, these are still going to count as regular season games. Yep. So some of these, what did you just say about the match? They don't have a max player, which means what? They don't really have a superstar. They don't have any superstars, right? Or a superstar at all on the roster. Therefore, they're not worried about resting or, you know, getting load management in for any of their guys. Like, that's not something you're going to see with Orlando that you might see with some of the other teams, you know, i.e. the Celtics in that group. Uh, that, that group, by the way, Celtics minus 105, Nets 5-1, to one, Bulls 5-1, to one, Raptors and Magic both plus 650. So I, I think that's another big part of it, right? Like, don't be surprised if some of these teams still rest guys for these games, uh-huh. but it would be the same thing that they're doing during the regular season, that they would just be resting them anyway. So um, I think that's a big factor, too. I, when we talk about these odds, I mean, I know this is way too early uh, talking odds for these groups, but that was you brought that one up first, and I, I am with you. That is the most attractive one on the board, uh, board and, to me. And here's an example of this, too. So I was looking, according to Basketball Reference, the highest paid players on the Magic roster right now mm-hmm. um, would be, and these are not even fully guaranteed numbers. The uh, Jonathan Isaac has seventeen point four million non fully guaranteed this last this next coming year. Markel Fultz is seventeen flat again, not fully guaranteed, and Wendell Carter Jr. thirteen. We'll call it thirteen flat because it's like thirteen million fifty thousand. Like those are for us. That's a lot. You know, that's a lot of money, and it's a good amount of money. But if I think about the rest of the roster, sure, look at this. Hell, yeah. Carroll's only set to make eleven point six. There's only four. There's only two guys on the Magic roster that are guaranteed to make double digit millions of dollars. So, like yeah. when you're talking about mo- like monetary, mona- monetary, monetary motivation, motivation there we they go. have one of the, the they, biggest. Yes, they absolutely. and young teams like them are going to have all the motivation in the world to go and do this thing. So we don't have to break the full thing down. Yeah. But I think it's it's an I think it's an interesting way to look at it early, and I think that's what you're looking for in these groups. Teams like Indiana, teams like Orlando that are going to have the motivation to get these things done. Well, also, I think it's very important having the upside already on their roster so far. Right, totally. Yeah, yeah I, I think there's – I don't know if there's any others that stuck out to you. Um, you know, you got East Group A, Sixers, Cavs, Hawks, Pacers, Pistons, East Group B, Bucks, Heat, Knicks, Wizards, Hornets. I'm not sure that I'm in love with any of those – uh, bets Hawks at four to one in that East Group A, maybe. But you know, we talked we talked already. Like wait, wait, the Seventy Sixers team very much in flux right now. We think the Cavs got better. I, I mean, I was kind of high on them last year, and okay, this team's only getting better. So I'd be a little nervous there. Over in the West End, uh, you've got West Group A: Suns, Lakers, Grizzlies, Jazz, Blazers. That's Suns plus one forty, Lakers plus one eighty, Grizzlies Ooh. plus four seventy five, Jazz ten to one, Blazers twelve to one. All right, can I argue a technicality here? Sure. I don't think this would fly. This is totally, this is, all right, I, I just have to. Could the Memphis Grizzlies make the argument that if they make it to the championship game, since it doesn't count for the regular season, oh that gosh. John Morant can play? I'd hate to admit that's such a good point, but it is a good point. <laughs> 
right? Like, I, because I, if they I mean, say, because here's the thing: if they say, if the NBA says no, you can't do that, then the rebuttal will be okay. That counts as a game toward the suspension, then. Right. Right. At Come a, on. At a minimum, let's go. See, that's what I'm talking about. So, I, no, no, I, th- I think you're right. I've never, I haven't heard anybody bring this up yet. So good on you. But yes, I think you'd either have to if they get into that championship right. game. Can you bring John Morant out? They, they <laughs> I think that's John Morant's music. Like he either has to play or you have to count that game towards a suspension. Right. So that game will count towards something. Yeah. I can tell you that much. See? Um that's interesting. Well, maybe that's maybe that's why they're they're <laughs> only plus four seventy five in there. Because otherwise that number seems really short. Yeah, see, that's the argument, right? right? You like, can, but, yeah, I mean, you'd have to get there first. Uh, and then, right. of course, Obviously, you have to get there first. Yeah, I, I think the one we we talked about, like, I mean, hey, 12, if I had to bet it right now, it would be Blazers 12-1 to because, as far <laughs> as I know, Dave hasn't been traded yet. Uh, Group B, Nuggets plus 180, Clippers plus 280, Mavericks plus 330, Pelicans plus 450, Rockets 12-1. to 1. You said you like the Mavericks, though, right? Oh, yeah. Okay. That'd be a good one. I think that'd be a great one. Yes. I mean, Kawhi and Paul George, one of them is going to miss this thing, so... <laughs> So, like, that's a good example, though, right? Like, I don't think – like, you could talk about the money not mattering for them. I don't care about that. It's the Clippers. We know that there's a better chance that not one of those two guys is resting right. for at least a couple of these games probably throughout the month of November. Compare that to an Orlando Magic team where you know nobody's going to be doing that. There's already value built in. Uh, just to finish it up real quick, West Group C, Kings plus 250, Warriors plus 280, Thunder 3-1. to one. T Wolves plus three sixty, and then the Spurs twelve to one. I think it would be Thunder Pass for me. Thunder I think Pass. So. Yeah. All I'm, right, I'm but, scared how many Thunder bets I'm gonna have this year. This one's gonna be uh, this one's gonna be quick, so we'll take our break here. Mm-hmm. When we come back, let's talk about uh, some second some some uh, rookie standouts so far in the NBA Summer League. How the rookie of the year odds have shifted. It's incredible that they have after just like two or three games of summer league action, but we've seen a change in the odds and some second year standouts as well. Because Ben Wilson, our colleague. Uh, sent me or posed to me a question the other day that I shut down but agreed with. So I'll tell you what that dynamic (laughs) was when we come back. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel... It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Hardwood Handicappers from the NBA Summer League of the Thomas and Mack Center. 
Do you want the payoff to the the tease? Yes, please. You see the yes, please. All right, so the because I can picture you automatically dismissing Ben Wilson and and then realizing real quick what he said. Was no, so it wasn't even a realization. The second he asked the question, I agreed with him, but automatically shut him down because he was wrong. So you'll see what I'm saying. Okay, you'll, you'll well, get yeah, exactly, go ahead. Get, you'll get exactly me, where I'm going me, in a second. Yeah. So uh, he brought up Jabari Smith Jr. and how well he'd been playing mm-hmm. uh, in the NBA summer league. You know, rattled off the stat line, and his question was, John. Am I going to now look at Jabari Smith Jr. to win most improved player of the year? And I immediately said, Ben, absolutely not, but I agree with you. Because, (laughs) well, because, right, what is Jabari Smith Jr.? He is a second-year player. player. And what is the dumb, arbitrary rule (laughs) that we have for second-year players? They can't win most improved player of the year. No, they're expected to improve from their rookie year, man. No idea why. Uh, and it, again, I'll go back to it, but Tyrese Maxey, Desmond Bain, two tickets that I think we both had that year. Yes. Uh, they, yep. they should have been in much more consideration. Neither even made a find the finalists, which nope. was absolutely asinine. But second year guys can't win the award. So that was the point there uh, is that while you look at some of these guys and I would stress to our audience as well, if they're second year guys, I would very much stay away from it only because like, look, is there a first time for everything? Yes. But are you going to be betting on the first thing to happen ever in history of that thing? Right. Do you want to bet on that? You're getting the odds you should be. Probably not. It would take a historic year for a guy like Jabari Smith Jr. or any other second-year player yes. to break through what is a stupid, I don't know you call it a tradition, a parameter, or whatever uh, it is. Yeah, yeah. I, mean, I think it just logically makes sense. No, it does. No, don't do this. No, it doesn't. Right, no, it doesn't. We'll get into that on another day. But no, I think, I think what you would have to see is something – Typical, in a sense, to what you saw out of Larry Marketing last year, right? Where those those stats just skyrocket from what they were a year before. I can't, right? you know, now I'm getting angry. Tyrese Maxey went from eight points per game to 17 and a half points yeah, per game. I know. He well, went from, this is, this is the big one. This is the big too. one, folks. He went from 30% three-point shooting on 1.7 three-point attempts per game to 42.7 on 4.1 three-point attempts per game. Hey, I hear you. Hey, guess what? Guess what? Real quick. Um, you know how we've been talking a lot where I think there's a lot of – I don't think there's many bets I'm going to make until we see the Dame domino yeah. fall and then the James Harden domino fall. Guess what? My thumb's right here, JVT, right here to go back to Maxi again for yeah. most improved. Are you kidding me? There's shops out there that have him 20 to 1. If that guy's back – we're talking in the starting lineup or heavy usage, heavy minutes with no James Harden there. I, I, that's my favorite bet right now of the season so far, looking yeah. at that. Yeah. That's all I had. So anyway, so I got lost lost in in like being really (laughs) angry for a second. I would say that like the overall point there, because I didn't want to like harp on it too long, was just that I I would stress to our audience, don't come out of here looking to bet on second year guys to win most improves. That that would be, I think, like the thing to stress to everybody, because you're just you're not going to win because there's a stupid rule. It's not even a rule. Uh, There's a stupid tradition that you cannot bet for these guys because or they can't win the award because, as you said. Uh, the stupidest phrase I've heard, they're expected, not you, uh, but they're expected to improve. I said it. Well, I mean, but it's not like, it's not like you made up the phrase and you know, I'm not insulting you. Yeah. All right, so with that, let's talk about Rookie of the Year really yeah. quickly before we get out of here. The Rookie of the Year odds have shifted. Victor Wembanyama was a minus 200 favorite to win Rookie of the Year when these odds were first posted. Mm-hmm. Victor Wembanyama is now minus 130 to win this award. I would very much argue that at this point of the season, again, we're not even in the season. It is the offseason, not even the preseason. There should be no odds on favor to win an award. And especially when you're talking about the competition that he's going to have. A guy who is a rookie but a second-year player in Chet Holmgren, 
a guy who is going to be a doll, a ball dominant point guard and future franchise point guard for a player or for a team that's likely going to lose their franchise point guard in Scoot Henderson. And you could go down the list, and there's a lot of really good guys and a lot of really good candidates. So I would very much say, even still now with the adjustment, Kelly, minus 130 for Rector Wamanyama is too much, and we're looking elsewhere here. The question is just where. Are you going Chet Holmgren, who added, what, 18 pounds, 12 pounds, whatever it was, and uh, looks really, really good defensively at plus 350? Are you going Scoot Henderson? I think that was my argument. The second these got hung up, I was asked uh, by somebody, where would you go? Scoot Henderson was my pick. Where do you go for rookie of the year at this point right now from what you've seen in the NBA Summer League? Okay, I'm going to throw this back at you real quick. Do you really, do you think there is, would you feel comfortable making a bet on outside of those three guys? I would, so here's the, here's and, the question. And, and I'm no, notice I'm excluding Brandon Miller. Right. Here's the answer. The answer is, like, probability-wise, yes. So, for example, like, at this point right now, do I think that, like, a Keontae George has a better shot of winning a rookie of the year than like Kaysen Wallace or Bilal Koulibaly? I do. So would I go and like fire away on Keontae George at 75 to one? Not necessarily, but I do think his odds are higher to win the award than what the market would indicate. You sure. know what I'm saying? Yeah, so yeah, yeah, yeah. in theory, I would say yes. Okay. Um, I, the other one that's interesting is Chet, Chet jumped Scoop. Right, Scoot was the second, the second shot in this market. I believe he was. Yeah, yeah. I believe he was. I think they were so pretty tight together. They were, right? and, but we have Chet plus three fifty, Scoot four to one now. I believe that was reversed before. Um, I don't have any problems with any. I, I think, I think how you said it before is right. With Wembenyama's odds, even still odds on, there should be nobody odds on right now. So there's built-in value anywhere else you look on the board. Mm-hmm. Holmgren, Scoot would be the two first two guys I look at. Much like I just said about Maxi and most improved. I, I, I'm waiting to see how some things shake out, but I've got I've got my thumb on the phone ready to put in a scoop bet. Mm-hmm. I, I think scoop rookie of the year. If if no Damian Lillard is there in Portland, how we're going to see him utilize the dynamic threat he is attacking the rim, scorer. I, I think he's probably got the best chance. But Chet, Chet Holmgren, I, I think I think that you're I think you're talking about a team that is li- that is likely going to be better than the Portland Trail Blazers in the Oklahoma City Thunder. And we saw that team just get better and better and better last year. Being able to add a weapon like that to their roster where you could you could argue in many ways it was kind of the one piece they were missing to make more of an aggressive run, right? Mm-hmm. A guy who could be a defensive stopper down low that had size when a team that did not have much. So I think he can make a significant impact for Oklahoma City next year. I don't have any, pro- any problem with someone going that route. But when you're talking odds as short as these are, I'm looking scoot over over him. Yeah, and I think the, the main point, too, is just we're looking everywhere else, right? Yes, when you're looking yes. at what you want to do with these rookie of the year odds and what you're expecting of a lot of these guys, you know, there's going to be a point where you're going to get, even if you want to bet Wembenyama, I'm willing to bet you're going to get a plus price at some point it, throughout the season. And that is worth saying for everything that we talk about this summer, all the odds we talk about, 90% of the time you're going to find something better within the season to make that bet, even when it comes to Chad, even when it comes to Scoot, that is most likely going to happen, even with those guys as well. But with Wemby, like, absolutely, you're going to get better than minus one. I mean, if you thought minus 200 was the best you were going to get a week ago, guess what? That's already moved. So, um, yeah, I, I think you could hold off on any of these guys. Um, I don't know. We'll have to see where this market's at, I think, in a couple weeks. And, I, and you know, get an update on Scoot. And see where Dame's at. Mm. I might be jumping in though before the season starts. Yeah, and I, I want to emphasize too, like when I brought up a guy like Keontae George, 
George has been awesome for the Utah mm-hmm. Jazz out here in Las Vegas. Uh, we're recording this on Tuesday. Last night had another brilliant performance uh, to help them along the way. Uh, him and Jaime Jaquez, by the way, were both were absolutely brilliant yeah. in that game. And so I think he's got the game to have really impactful performance as a rookie. Realistically, at 75 to 1, am I going to grab something like that? And he ends up just getting to like 50 or 40 to 1. And do I have like value? Yes, probably. But. In terms of realistically winning it, I think that's going to be something that you're really fighting with. I don't, but know, if he's, I don't know if it's a bad flyer at that number. Right. Bro. He's a guy who's going to get playing time. He's well, a, he's going to have mean? the stats. You right. know what I mean? The right. stats in that if he, if, he, if he is going to be what he projects to be, he's going to score, he's going to shoot, he's going to give you the sexy numbers that will, I would think, at least distract some voters who go surface level with the analysis, at mm-hmm. the very least. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, no, totally. And, and to your point, like I'm looking at some of those guys in that, Kind of thirty to one to that range of seventy five. I'd much rather have a seventy five to one ticket on him than a yep. bunch of these thirties and fifty to ones. Yep, absolutely. All right, as I said, we're going to keep this thing short. We got people who are going to come up here and use the set. Anything else that you wanted to leave the masses with before we get out of here? Win totals no, are up at DraftKings. Haven't seen those yet. Yeah, we're going to um, be we'll be diving into those tomorrow. Yeah, Let's we'll dive it. into those tomorrow. I'm going to write a piece that'll be up on the website as well at some point um, after tomorrow. That's right. We got, right. a, we got a game set up for tomorrow. Anyway. Blind guesses on win totals. Uh, all right. With that, uh, like, rate, review, subscribe. And also, you know what, Kelly? I'm going to be what? a guy. You know what I have to do right now? What you going to plug? Uh, I'm going to plug what our producer, Stephen Young, told me to uh, because I have to. But if you're switching to YouTube TV to get Sunday <laughs> Ticket, that means you can now watch VEASAN. VEASAN is a 24-7 yeah. channel YouTube TV as part of the Sports Plus package. So if you're watching over to you or switching over to YouTube TV, I'd recommend it. I have it. It's absolutely fantastic. Then make sure you check out VEASAN, the sports betting network. Like, Rick, review, subscribe, and we'll talk to you later in the week here from Summer League at the Thomas & Mack Center. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA.